high school. Like looking back, there's pictures of myself and my son at events. Um, there's pictures with me and him at like classes where I'm learning. There's uh-huh. pictures with him um, with like when I used to do body contouring at one point. There's pictures with him sitting in the back seat with the machine. Like it's so funny. Um, <laughs> and then when my daughter came along, at that time, I was working in a spa. I wasn't really expecting to have my daughter. She was kind of unexpected. Um, and I had to kick it up a notch 2.0. Star Radio. Hello, hello, everyone out there. Welcome to a new episode of Estat Radio. This episode is called The Brain of the Beauty, and I chop it up with my girl Chantel, who is the founder of Hustle Mava, and she will be able to share all of her clickable content and her shareable links in the episode description uh, just so you guys can follow her but her and I chop it up about her personal journey about uh, just being a woman in business and being a young mother and how it translated to her motivation in doing what she does she is everything health and beauty and she's going to share all of her tips and tricks with you all so you guys tune in and let's get it so my name's Chantel. Um, many refer to me as Shan. On social media, I'm known as Hustle Mother. And pretty much what I do is um, I do all things health, wellness, and investing. Um, over the past year, I've taken the journey and really a leap of faith to really learn more about investing. Um, I've learned how to trade in the stock market as well as how to trade in the foreign exchange market, along with my background of um, the health and beauty industry. So I'm extremely passionate about beauty and health. Um, I am a medical esthetician. However, I have taken a holistic approach to being a medical esthetician by um, teaching others how they can use um, health and wellness to do such. Okay, nice. That's that's a, a lot to have under your hat there. <laughs> that's skills, skills and definitely knowledge. So kudos to you and you keep growing. So that's awesome. Thank um, you so much. No problem. And, and I guess for the listeners uh, wanting to know how you, I guess, decided to go into, you know, health and beauty without um, possibly, you know, as much as much as we do see nowadays with all of these brands out there, you know, social media and stuff like that, making making it very, you know, pressuring to uphold this certain look and uphold this certain type of, you know, persona with whatever you're posting and things like that. How would you say that you stepped into the the beauty industry or the health and beauty industry without pressure or is that something that you decided personally to step into um i would say i definitely stepped into the health and beauty industry without pressure it's something that i wanted to do because i honestly i enjoy helping others um and for me it was also a way to heal myself so learning how to do essentially different things in the beauty industry taught me how to heal myself and how to really um, be aware of my self-care. 
Okay. So is there anything specific that you want the listeners to know as far as what, what type of regimes you use and, and uh, the, the types of things that you focus on when it comes to health and beauty? Yes, of course. Um, so I will say like, you don't have to go out there and buy the most expensive beauty products or the most expensive um, hair products. You can honestly make things in your kitchen. So if you have like some overripe avocados, for instance, you can definitely use that um, and make like a hair mask or a face mask. I'm like addicted to making face masks. I use whatever I have around my house to like find a way that I can make um, a face mask. I really love doing those. That's dope. I, I wouldn't even have thought to do stuff like that. I know lately I've been, um, as the older that I get, I know, I know many would say that I'm not in the, um, I guess the age bracket to say that I'm getting old necessarily, but yeah. I, I feel like, well, you definitely know from 25 and up how much your body will change and has changed and, and the type of, the types of effects that your body, um, you know, does take in when you eat certain things, when you put certain things on your skin, you might be allergic to it at 30, but you were never allergic to it before. And um, it, it's, it's really scary to put these products on that are available in the stores that have chemicals and stuff like that. And we feel like it's good for us. But when we have things at home that we're able to use and just be, and, and just be mindful of the fact that we don't want to waste things, um, there's so many things available to us that we can use naturally um, to be able to have our skin glow and not react. And, and especially as a, as, as a Black culture, we don't crack here. So yes. <laughs> we have the ability to be able to, to try things, like really try things and, and have it actually, you know, work for us and commend our, our skin complexions and tones. There's so many so to go across the board. So it's just really cool to be able to hear that you can, you know, go in your kitchen and, and concoct something up. I know, I know um, the, uh, there's another episode that I was speaking with my aunt about uh, on just holistic ways of treating yourself, like luxury ways of treating yourself in your home. And she was teaching me about luxury baths, um, uh, doing the, the sea salt milk baths and stuff Ooh. like, yeah. And, and it really like as simple as the recipe is like, you literally can concoct this thing in three minutes. Um, it literally feels like a change of life after you've done this bath. It's crazy. And when you mentioned that you can make face masks, you know, from whatever, um, things that are healthy for your skin, obviously, and things that we can put inside our bodies that are healthy. Um, I think of that because I, th I feel like if we did that as a whole, just as women too, um, do that often, the lengths our skin can get to, just the possibilities of the glow, it's a real thing. Seriously, I'm just sitting here thinking about like bathing in milk. Like, can you imagine like <laughs> how your skin will feel every day? I know, right? Like, like taking baths, I feel like we take that for granted. Like, cause I can honestly say before I, I had my apartment that I have now, um, I hadn't taken like a bath or sat in a bath for like five plus years, five, six plus years. I'm like, I didn't even realize. And then when I'm like, you know what, I should take a bath. And then when she gave me this recipe, I'm like, how can I not do this now? This has to be a part of my regime all the time. Not only does it relax you, your skin glows after you're done. 
I'm definitely going to try that. You're, you're enticing me so much. I feel like you should definitely share <laughs> this uh, recipe on social media. Oh, absolutely. Let's get everyone's skin milky. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, definitely a thing. And, and I didn't, I, I think I've definitely underestimated holistic approaches of skin glow and just health to your, to your skin. I just, I love that, that, um, you know, these masks that you make, let, let us know a couple of, I guess, a couple of recipes that you've uh, concocted with your face masks. Oh yes, of course. So, um, in the next few weeks, I'll actually be launching a, uh, new line. It's called clean culture. And within clean culture, um, a lot of these recipes will exist, but it's more so food-based. Um, but one item that I really love within clean culture that like anyone can use and everyone can use is sea moss, or a lot of people refer to it as Irish moss. When you put it on your skin, especially if you're having like little breakouts, um, it literally gets rid of the breakouts and it acts as a collagen so it actually tightens your skin. Um, another recipe that I really, 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 really like is um, mud masks. So one in particular that I use is the Benonite clay. Um, I use pink clays as well. And you just literally mix those with water. Um, I also have Moringa powder. And that's another one that you literally just mix with water avocado and bananas with a little bit of honey that's a really good one as well um, oh, that sounds like it smells amazing oh my gosh it's it smells so good it smells so good it's like edible too right so essentially anything that you could put in your body you could put on your skin mm-hmm um another one that i really like is the oats and honey mask like that one's really nice as well it smells really good too okay that's that's, that's just dope. a few of my face that's i haven't made a, a face mask at home myself so i'll definitely be taking a few of those recipes 100 percent um i i wanted to understand i guess more what um how do you educate like is it is it clients that you take on for health and beauty or is this just something that you teach as a part of uh you know the services that you offer is there um some type of guide that you have for uh, your clients that um you know they can do the go-to's like their checklists or what types of things types of things they need to consider when they're thinking about their health and beauty um so when I was practicing, right now I'm not practicing. When I was practicing, I definitely would teach these things. So um, I was in a vegan beauty bar. So all of the products that we used in particular were um, all natural handmade stuff pretty much. Yeah, it's definitely something that I try to teach on my social media platform, like how to um, incorporate these things into your lifestyle. Okay. And essentially when you're, when you're thinking about those things, um, is there, is, are you finding that there's a method that your clients are, you know, favoring, um, instead of virtually they like in person type of consultation? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, most people prefer the in-person consultation because I'm able to really uh, let the, the individual know 
based on their skin type, um, any kind of conditions that their skin is experiencing, what it is that you should be using on your skin. So for instance, um, someone who has like, who's having a lot of breakouts, um, I would suggest that they stick to like citruses and those types of ingredients as well as um, mud masks. Like those are really good for drawing out the excess oils in your skin and um, shrinking any kind of breakouts. But that in-person consultation helps a lot more because you're able to really cater to that person and help them and, you know, tap into what it is that their needs are. So what is it with, um, as far as the mud masks go, um, you know, cause you said that it does, it does help with oil on the skin. Is that something that you would suggest a client concocts on their own or is that something they buy? Oh yeah, you can definitely concoct it on your own. So, um, any of the muds you can pretty much buy at health food stores for no more than, I want to say no more than $10. Um, and then there's like definitely good old Amazon and it will be at your door in like probably a day. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, you literally can mix them with water. A lot of these, um, muds will suggest mixing with apple cider vinegar. However, I found from my personal experience that it burns. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't suggest doing that. I would honestly suggest just, just stick to the water. Right. (laughs) Oh goodness. I can't even, I can't imagine like uh, when some women are trying to, you know, do things for their skin. And the first, the first thing is it burns. That's the scariest thing I think a woman can go through. (laughs) I think um, what, what happened? I believe I was with, I was with my husband maybe um, four months ago, four or five months ago. And we had bought gifts for each other um, and I got essential oils, um, to use while I was down there and they, they were a wedding gift. And I was, um, I was trying to use like just a different, I've never like had like a citrus type of oil that I've used before. So I wanted to use the citrus citrus oil. And I don't know if it's maybe because it was citrus. I don't know if it was that line of oils. I have no idea, but I put it on my skin. Oh my God. Chantel. <laughs> I could, I could, I, I can't, could. I can't even, I, I, I don't even know how to explain that feeling. Cause you know, you know, for example, if you expose, like say you expose your whole arm to heat, that's literally what it felt like. I felt oh. like I was burning from the inside out. Like it was terrible. And you felt like raw pretty much. Yeah. Like, like oh, it was burning. I was so afraid that something was wrong. Cause I was like, why is it burning me like this? I was like, I'm like, okay, I'm in a pretty hot country. Maybe the first one minute I was like, it's, it's just heat. It's just cause I'm hot. Then two minutes came and I'm like, okay, this is not going away. What's happening. And then when three minutes came, I was freaking out cause it wouldn't stop no matter what I did, no matter what I did. I put cold water on me. I put ice, I put whatever I could and nothing would happen. So I was so freaking out. So I can't even imagine um, what an allergic reaction or what a burn would feel like to a woman that puts something on their skin that doesn't agree with it. I would definitely say it feels exactly like what you're describing. Like it feels terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, in the moment you try to do anything to soothe yourself, but like 
um sometimes you know there's like left scarring and that might just be like you know redness or um inflammation like you might get a little rash Mm -hmm. i've definitely had my fair share of trial and error like what you're describing um i i'm gonna ask one question though when you applied the essential oil did you like use another oil like maybe mix it in a cream or did you just no not at all I had just taken a shower and um I would probably say maybe 10 minutes before I applied it after I came out of the shower um yeah and I I thought maybe it was um possibly like some remnants of like cocoa butter or something like that that was on me that maybe it didn't agree with I had no idea but I definitely didn't mix two things together for sure uh I will say next time around definitely mix the essential oil in something like a carrier oil so like coconut avocado whatever Mm -hmm. like oils you like to use on your skin cocoa butter um put the essential oil in a carrier so that it doesn't burn okay okay definitely duly noted i totally terrified my husband i'm sorry arnold i I terrified him that was funny But I never want to experience that. That has never happened to me before. Nothing I've put on my skin has felt like it was burning or anything like that. Never. So that was really just a trip overall to see what type of reaction that you can have. Right. So I was just thrown off 100%. But um, yeah, that has passed. Thank you. (laughs) One for the books. Yes, absolutely. Um, so what would you say, I guess, is your favorite? What is your favorite skin regime? Um, my favorite skin regime in terms of like, would you say essential oils or just what I use on my just, skin? Yeah, whatever, whatever just works your daily routine, um, whatever works for your skin and what you see is just a commendable way to um, induce the glow in your skin, essentially. Oh. Okay. Um, I definitely enjoy, so every single day I find I have to like, Um, always cleanse my skin, always use like a little bit of a toner um, and some sort of moisturizer. So right now I'm using a cleanser um, that has spirulina, burdock root, like quite a few natural roots. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as a toner, I definitely like to use like rose waters, Um, there's something else called witch hazel. When I first heard the word witch hazel, I thought it was something very spooky, but, um, it's actually just same thing. Yeah. It's it's, it's like witch hazel. Like you want me to put witch what on my skin? No, no way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's totally normal. It's like from a, a plant root. Um, and then as a moisturizer, especially in the summer, I like a little bit of, um, shea butter. So shea butter has, natural SPFs, which are amazing for, you know, us with a little bit more melanin in our skin, black women, especially Mm -hmm. because, um, it helps with the SPF. The SPF actually helps to prevent sun damage and it will help to, um, in any places where you you're finding like you have like pigmented spots, it will help those spots from getting darker. Okay. Prevent those spots from getting darker. Sorry. Okay. Um, that's definitely something to, that was, was that trial and error you would say, like, or you had to educate yourself about 
what these things were that you were using on your skin daily? Um, I definitely had to educate myself. I had to do a lot more reading um, and looking up the benefits of different foods foods, really different plants, um, and seeing like, you know, how they can help you holistically. So how could this help my body internally? But hey, how could I also use this to help my body externally? Okay, I absolutely agree. That's, that's dope that you're continuously trying to educate yourself about it. And it's never too late to, you know, learn about your, you know, your skin regime and what can help your skin because we go from we go from different periods in our life where you know you're completely clear clear in your skin the first 20 years of your life or the first 30 years of your life and then all of a sudden you get this breakout um that's uncontrollable and we we have to figure out ways that our new body that we're we're sitting in um has to be able to agree with certain things that may not be right for you but it may be right for someone else and vice versa so I definitely commend you on continuing to pay attention to what works and what doesn't. But just speaking on that, no problem. So just speaking on that, um, can you share with, uh, with myself and the listeners just your, your personal journey and I guess what you've gone through in business, um, how your beautiful family has grown and um, how it looks like for you right now in business? Uh, yes, definitely. So I would say my business journey started when I had my son. So that was in um, flashback to 2014. After having my son, I was like maybe about 18 or 19 years old. Um, I didn't really know much about business, but I had to quickly learn. And it was simply because I wanted to be able to provide, um, you know, not just a basic regular life for my son and I went and I took um an eyelash extension course at the time I actually had enrolled in business school but um a lot of these things that I did mentally I wasn't where I needed to be so I was not really successful or as successful as I wanted to be but a lot of the things that I learned back then I was able to take with me into my future so fast forward to now um i'm working on like i said my juicing brand i'm working on um my investing brand as well and as well as my personal brand and i'm also in school for public relations but it's definitely been a journey like the biggest thing i would say was um learning to heal and seeing where i needed to heal but also learning different experiences and networking and connecting with different people and taking different courses and really stepping outside of my comfort zone because I didn't want an average life. Um, a lot of the times from my family, I would say, like there were not really negative comments, but not as much support as I thought I would get. Um, my family is like very traditional, very like, you know, work a nine to five kind of family. Um, so the fact that I came along and like, you know, I just had all these totally different ideas. Um, they just could not understand it, but now they're starting to, you know, understand me a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, life doing all of that with kids, I would say 
Mm, it has made it not as easy as it could have been without kids. Like um, having my son, I would say like he, he was like my ride or die. So like looking back, there's pictures of myself and my son at events. Um, there's pictures with me and him at like classes where I'm learning. Uh-huh. There's pictures with him um, with like when I used to do body contouring at one point there's pictures with him sitting in the back seat with the machine. Like, it's so funny. Um, and then when my daughter came along at that time, I was working in a spa. I wasn't really expecting to have my daughter. She was kind of unexpected. Um, and I had to kick it up a notch 2.0 because the spa industry is an industry that like, you're pretty much working based on your client's time. So that could be anywhere from you're going in the spa maybe 10 o'clock and leaving 10 a.m. Sorry, and maybe leaving like uh, 9 p.m., 8 p.m., something like that. Mm-hmm. So that essentially to me meant that I wouldn't really get much time to spend with my kids. So during the time off with my daughter, I really had to sit down and look within myself and decide like, you know, it was time to really start doing all the things that I desired and learning a little bit more. Hence why I took up the skill of investing. Okay. And have you had a mentor in that field? Um, not really a mentor. I've taken a lot of courses and a lot of YouTube university, a lot, a lot, a lot of YouTube (laughs) university. Right. Okay. And it just, I guess in, in that instance, when we're speaking about, you know, the balance of family and, and just, you know, following your dream and just like, what's great is that you said, you know, after you had your daughter, you kicked it up a notch 2.0 and just made sure that you, you know, you did what you needed to do and you continuously followed your, your goals. Um, What did, did a support system look like for you and what does it look like now? Um, I will say my support system with my son was um, a lot of my mom as well as my spouse. And when I had my daughter, um, because after having my daughter, I did go through a little bit of depression. I started to, you know, like isolate myself and stay inside. And um, I didn't really want to be around people. And my support system really became my spouse. Like, I commend him for um, everything he does. Like, I would say, like, he's my partner in crime. He's literally my other half, my business partner, and so many things. But that, he is who I would consider my biggest support system. Um, When I'm going out and doing classes or if I have to um, do, like, Zoom events, a lot of Zoom events, he'll take them and, like, sit in the room with them. We're in, like much a tiny apartment so we make it work but he definitely helps with the my support system big time and my mom for sure my mom is uh my other biggest support system and my grandma definitely helps when she can Mm -hmm. but being an entrepreneur it's essential to have a support system or to create a support system um so that you're not passing up opportunities but also so that you can, you know, take the time to do what you need to do. And not feel guilty about it if you have that support. I think um, 
that's what a lot of us struggle with when we're entrepreneurs, when we are told by our family members and friends, you know, I got you. And they do in fact have us, but we're afraid to ask for the help still. Um, that's something that I've struggled with at a point as well as um, I know fellow entrepreneurs have um, that I just want to, you know, give that advice to the listeners, you know, don't feel bad about it. You know, it's, it's a, it's a way out for you to be able to figure yourself out with the support and not feel like you're taking away from anyone. They, if, if they say that they support you and they want you to follow your goals and dreams, follow it and not feel guilty about it. Yes, most definitely. I, I will say like, I suffered with that for a long time. Like I didn't want to have to ask my mom, especially because I had like my son considerably young Mm -hmm. um, or what many would consider very, very young. Um, I kind of, I don't know if it was a pride thing or if I wanted to prove like, you know, I can do this, but I, I felt really guilty about asking my mom a lot of the times. Well, I wasn't an entrepreneur when I had my daughter, but I had her roughly the same age you had her. And at 19, I didn't want to ask my mom for any help at all. (laughs) It was killing me. So I knew, I I know exactly what you're talking about. But, you know, when the support is there, just take it, just take it. Don't take advantage of it, but take it and understand that when support is given to you and it's genuine, there will be no flack. There will be no I'm feeling like you're taking away too much from the situation because you are trying to follow your dream and you have a child and you don't want to, you know, be half-ass with one side of things and be a half-ass parent or a half-ass entrepreneur. Take your time with whatever is uh, being given to you and, and be grateful for it, essentially. I agree 100%. Okay. Okay, so just switching gears a bit, we're going to move over to the open up session of the show. So this open up portion of the show, audience submitted question. So the audience submitted question for you this week, Chantel, is if you could go back to any time in history, where would you go and why? Ooh, this is a really, really good one. Um... If I could go back to any time in history, I would go back to my younger self when I was, um, I would say, really broken. And if I knew all the things that, if I could, like, you know, educate my younger self with all of the things that I know now, I feel like I'd be um, an extremely different version of myself and I wouldn't have to do as much healing as I've had to do. However, I do believe everything happens for a reason. So I also don't regret a lot of the things that I've been through, but mm-hmm. definitely my younger self. Well, I'm, I'm definitely sure that many of the listeners can identify with that. You know, if we can step back into, into time and we could speak to our younger selves, um, there's so many things I would say for sure. But we, we probably have so many different elements in our lives that were like, you know what, if I just had someone there, if I just had someone in my ear steering me in the right direction in this very moment, um, my life would have probably been a lot different. But the way that I see it, you know, we're never where we're not supposed to be. Um, 
it's all a part of our journey. And even if it's in the worst place that you can even imagine, um, it's all a part of our story and we can't give it back, you know? So as I really just believe that whatever we go through, um, it's made for us and it's, and it's also made for us to go through it. So we, we, as you said, you shouldn't be regretful and you don't want to be regretful of it and you're not. So just wanting to make sure that we focus on those positive things when we're going through certain things and be there for our children. That's why we want things to be a lot different for our children and not have them in a position where they feel like they don't have anyone to talk to or they don't have anyone to guide them in the right direction. So it's all about changing the narrative. I agree 100%. Um, a lot of the things that we do in life are things that were passed down for generations and generations and generations. So it's for us to come in and like, you know, really break those generational curses. Um, generational curses come in so many forms. So definitely changing the narrative and um, making sure that our children are the new um, future essentially. Yeah, I, I understand. And I think, I think we're well on our way for that. I, I believe that the, uh, the world, the way the world is going now, although it has the bad things happening, um, we are definitely in a different time and we have different resources, different things that we're able to use in order to strengthen our parenting skills and, and just making sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. So yeah, I commend us. We're good mothers. <laughs> I agree so much. Like this time inside, like, you know, it does have its stressful moments, but um, I've learned to enjoy my, my kids' company so much more. Um, and I've also learned a lot of different resources that are out there. And, you know, it's very simple things that you can do to have fun. Mm -hmm. um, I it's definitely changed perspective for us. This this time has definitely changed our perspective and what's available to us 100%. Would you say that being inside, you learned how to have like fun again, like really have fun inside your home again? I, I believe so, but because it's just my daughter and I, um, I believe that we are more focused on enjoying each other because I was at a Aww. space where... I w was at a space where I was barely seeing her and I was working. And then when I do see her, I want to go to sleep. Like I didn't have time to be the vibrant mother that I, I know that I am. And she just wasn't seeing me. So I feel like uh, this time has definitely just put things back into perspective and what's important. And we've been spending way more time together. She's, she's been showing me what she likes, what she doesn't like. I mean, I have a teenager now, it throws me off all the time, but it's like, what do I do? <laughs> like, was this me? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. So it's, it's definitely been a learning curve for me. Um, I've, I've uh, being at home made me redecorate as I'm sure most women probably have <laughs> with all this time that we have um it's made me create a space because i now i've from launching the business i have to work from home but my office is coming soon so i don't have to be inside all the time but um i want to make sure that i create such a solace in where i am and and where i sleep that it doesn't make me feel like it's a burden to be home so i've that's what i've learned during the pandemic is 
just creating my own solace. I definitely agree. Um, it's funny because uh, today I actually was, was reflecting on that, like making your space, you know, um, comfortable, inspiration, sorry, inspirational, mm-hmm. and really somewhere where you, you feel comfortable. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be much. Your ma- imagination goes a long way. And little things like, you know, light boxes on your wall to, to say your inspirational words um, that brighten up your, your room or whatever the case is, putting, you know, uh, star lights up to make you feel like, you know, you're dreaming when you're in a space. Like little things like these. Um, it makes a large difference. It's, and it all depends on the person that you are, what kind of dreamer you are, what kind of goal-oriented person you are, what kind of ambition you keep. Um, you just want to know that your space is your space and what you make of it is what you get out of it. Because I don't think putting yourself in a, in a room, no matter how small it is, um, with no character in it and it doesn't speak to you at all, your creation or your creativity d- dies slowly when you're in that kind of space so it's important to create your own your own space to be creative that's very true um that point of uh, when you're in spaces that don't feed your creativity um your creativity yes it it begins to die slowly and you are not able to be your best self. Mm-hmm. It's so true, and it's and it's really important that um, it's really important that you just you figure that out sooner rather than later. But don't be afraid when you know that that type of journey does come upon you, and you're trying to figure it out. It's it's all self reflective. It's all subjective. So it's just really something that you want to take your time and do it because you you can always change up your space you can always adjust your spaces it's just important that you cre- you create the creativity um that you want to put out there in the world you know so hopefully people kind of take into that a lot quicker than later but uh yeah yes well said very well said yeah so um we're getting to the last portion of the show where uh this is called the listen up portion so i ask my guests uh, to choose a song that best describes their vibe or energy right now in their life and career so Chantel, what would you say for you is a song that speaks to you your vibe your energy that gives life to your life and career um the song that currently speaks to me and my vibe and my energy and like just where my career is going um I would say there's there's a few actually but um one in particular I lately I really like the the rapper Lil Baby okay. I'm probably saying that so wrong <laughs> but he has a he has a um he has a song called going all in okay and the beginning of the song he talks about like you know how his mom told him don't give poor performance and like you know i always remember as a kid hearing uh my parents say to me if you're gonna do something do it good and done and that's the stage that i'm at in my life i really 
took some time to reflect and do it good and done essentially and put out really good quality stuff and really you know show the world what I'm capable of um, to make myself proud make my kids proud make my family proud um, but also to um, inspire others okay well that's that's I'm hoping that that's the reason why uh, little baby made that song to you <laughs> I hope so like with songs you never really know, but yeah. you, you pick and choose what applies to you, I would say. Yeah, and how it spoke to you, right? It could be totally different for someone else. And that's so true. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on to Estat Radio. I really appreciate your presence, Chantel, and sharing the uh, all of your knowledge with uh, the the beauty industry and the health industry that it speaks to you and what your, your clients can look forward to and what, you know, they're, they're already experiencing and, and kudos to you for continuously uh, pushing towards your dream. I believe since I've met you, um, you've definitely been the one, one of those people that I've seen that have constantly been pushing and been consistent. So I commend you on that and I'm very proud of you and I'm proud of your growth and, and what I've seen uh, since then and your beautiful kids and, <laughs> and your gr- continuously growing family. And I'm glad that you have the support system uh, that, you know, helps to push you. So congratulations to you on your growth and your continuous uh, push mentality. And, and I hope that never dies. And, and, you know, you look back at those pictures as you were mentioning earlier with uh, you know your son uh, going through the journey with you, you'll be able to see your son and your daughter there on your on your arm, making sure that mommy's getting pushed, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. That definitely means a lot to me. Like I remember the day that I met you, it, we were <laughs> in like um, the small room for this. Uh, what it was, mom and business event. It was a mom yeah. and business event. Go figure. And yeah, um, I know. Definitely, I would say a lot of us have uh, changed a lot since then, especially you and I. Um, I will say continue to shine your light and continue to, um, you know, inspire others, especially with those bomb recipes that you've been posting lately. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, You make me feel so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I definitely do that to myself and I don't, I... uh... I post my stuff after I'm done eating because it gets really bad when I'm trying to, you know, post and show these recipes. And then, and then I'm like, I take a picture of this plate or I take a video of this plate and I'm like, oh my God, I have to go. Like, I literally can't enjoy my food. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> so thank you for that. I'm, I'm definitely going to continue but uh, it's definitely a task, girl. Food will always get you every time. I know, definitely. But you, you make it look so effortless. And I love that um, everything you make is vegan, considering your new lifestyle. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And you find a way to incorporate, you know, your traditional dishes into a vegan um, way of cooking it. I love that. Yeah, definitely a tough thing, but thank you. It's definitely tough to recreate things, but I'm going on four years soon and it'll be um, a great celebration when I get to five. I want to try things 
that I haven't tried before and I'm constantly just pushing myself. So I, I really appreciate that you recognize that and it's definitely a journey. So I, I want to make sure that uh, if I can help anybody with the, with the, uh, you know, the, I guess the choice of becoming vegan or just wanting to know more about it, I'm, I'm totally up for it just to, to help others out. And I have an episode coming out with a vegan chef where she's absolutely super amazing and we share our vegan journey. So you guys can look out for that as well. Oh, wow. I, I honestly, I can't wait to hear that episode. Um, and thank you, you know, for taking the time out of your day to interview me, but also to give me the opportunity to really share my story and um, step outside of my comfort zone a little bit. This is something I've never done before, but thank you so much for reaching out to me. No problem. I'm, I'm very proud of you again, and we'll definitely do this again another time. But just for the listeners, where what can we expect from you next and where can we find you? Um, you can find me on social media, specifically Instagram. Um, I'm an Instagram lover at the hustle mother and that's spelled T H E, um, hustle H U S T L E M U V A. And my next projects that I'm working on are, um, my PR kind of venture. I do have two more years in school with that, but I definitely want to start working with small brands, um, and my juicing brand, clean culture. Nice. Yeah, you'll definitely have to put me on that, dear. <laughs> will do, will do. I will send you a sample. All right, sounds good. Okay, so just for uh, just for sake of making sure that you guys uh, stay connected with Chantella, I'll make sure that I put her contact information or information and her clickable content in our uh, episode description. But thank you again for stopping by, Chantelle. That was definitely a dope dope episode and i really appreciate all the gems that you dropped and and all of the things that our our listeners can use i really appreciate your presence you're so welcome um i'm excited to connect with you all and i hope you enjoyed this episode and there you have it. That was a dope, dope episode. I'm so appreciative of you stopping by, Chantel. Uh, definitely a journey to be noted. Um, you know, whenever you're going through something or, you know, a large obstacle or a large happening in your life does come along, you know, persevere through it. Use it as your motivation. It does not have to be your crutch. So you are definitely a testament of that, Chantel. And again, I thank you for your presence. I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at s.radiopodcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace. Star Radio.